This week on Boag World, a gorgeous image organizer dealing with image performance, speeding up customer support, and coding on your iPad. So here we are again. Here we are. A week later. Indeed. And nothing has changed in my life. It's still dark outside during the middle of the day. Yeah. Most of the country is flooded. Yeah. And we're all doomed. <laughs> we're all doomed. Well, it's not long now, is it? Before the end what, of the world. Till, what, what is it? December the 21st, 20- I think. 21st of the t- um, 12th, 2012. That's the Mexican thing, isn't it? Mayan. Mayan. Yes. Well, kind of. Well, same kind of That's area, where I it? saw Mayan stuff was in Mexico. Right. Very I impressive, see. indeed. Yes. The buildings they made. They're very are, clever. Yeah. All these but were they clever things. enough to predict the end of the world? In fact, I don't doesn't think, really matter, does it? I don't think <laughs> One way or the other. <laughs> from what I can gather, I don't think they were clever enough to predict it, because I don't think they were actually trying to predict it. No. Wasn't it just that that's when they stopped doing their calendar? No, it's because their calendar is, I think it's three calendars. It's like a kind of year calendar inside another, another I don't know, 25, a generation calendar. Right. Inside this enormous cycle calendar. And this, I think... December the 21st, this 2012, is when they all converge. Oh. So, therefore, ooh, the world's going to end. Yeah. Or it might just get a lot better. Who knows? Let's be more positive about it. Let's say we enter a golden age of technological wonders where where we all become cyborgs. I don't think that really is a golden age, is it? All right. Well, we have... Depends what you mean by cyborg. We all have little robots that run around doing everything for us. Well, I don't mind having little robots. Tiny, tiny little robots. Inside inside me, as long as they're doing good things. Which brings me on to the fact that I've started reading um, Hydrogen Sonata. Sonata. Yes, superb. Awesome book. Best culture book by far. It's actually not. I think it is. It, it is. Does it go downhill later? It doesn't go downhill. You can just tell that he sets some things up that don't come to anything. Right. It, it's just a bit lazy. He he <laughs> has. He, he is a little bit like that. Yeah, His books original, often tail off. The early books didn't. Right. Because um, Accession kind of tailed off. Well, not for me, it didn't. Oh, didn't it? No, oh, no, it did. uh, no, it came to a huge crescendo, which I thought was wonderful. Oh, but right. this one... It's it's excellent. The way it ends is is brilliant. But there's uh, the, one of the ships, the the Kakanim, which, yeah. uh, which has got the guy on board who had sublimed and all this kind of thing. Doesn't it doesn't really do anything in the rest of the story? And it's like, well, that's disappointing. But it's like, yeah, he feels like yeah. he should be a major character. Exactly. But it, then he obviously realised halfway through that actually, he, I don't need that one. And it, right. it felt like a loose end. So it's it excellent, excellent read. Loved every word of it. But right. it's not his best book. Oh. There we go. Uh, so, so there. So you've ruined it now. I don't feel. Ne- I don't want to finish it. Oh, now. you must. It's great. No, no, that's it. Uh, you've ruined it. Now I know the cacabin is going I, anyway. I that's can tell you everything favorite. that happens right now. Yeah, you, but you're not <laughs> going to, are you? Because you like me most of the time. most of the time, except for when I'm being annoying, <laughs> which is most of the time. So there we go. Um, Paul, sh- um, it's. I don't know what what day of the week. It's December now, isn't it? It is. It's Christmas time. It's not quite, but yeah. Just when this out, goes out, it will be. Have you seen my my latest list post? Your Christmas, no, my well, Christmas I, gifts. I, I saw the title. Link in the show notes. 
Now, oh, I've got loads of gifts. Do you like, want to know what, some of them? Yeah, go on. Go on. We've got, so I the, watched the Gadget Show last night so, and saw some stuff uh, on there. I thought, oh, God, this, this is far better. Well, what did you <laughs> see on the Gadget Show? Oh, now you've asked me. Yeah, well, you, um, you started Oh, it was, no, it was actually, it was on Stephen Fry's gadgety thing. Oh, did now. you see the wine opener? No, but I didn't even see this program. £150,000. For a wine opener. Yeah, this thing is unbelievable. It's handmade. It looks like something from Jules Verne. It would have to get itself uh, out of the case and do it and walk across the room and open uh, the bottle of wine for it, me and that, then pour it. I'm, I'm full, full arms width, wide, by about so tall, all like... All, all in metal, with, right? You know, like you know, kind Just of wheels and ratchets and things right. like this. And you put the wine bottle on it, and you put the glass on somewhere over there. Yeah. And you basically turn you, the handle, turn this handle, and it takes the cork out and pours the wine. For it, it pours it's it unbelievable. as well. Oh, well, that sounds quite cool. And and also, it's the most gorgeous thing you've ever seen. But right. that wasn't it. Um, I can't remember what it was. There was all, so many things on the. Oh, it was the sous vide steak machine. Uh, which is uh, kind of cooking under pressure. Oh, right. Look really good. Yeah. But anyway, that, so yeah, tell me, what, what are yours, Paul? Well, these are all things I actually own. Okay. And it turned into a bit of a confession, really. The whole thing feels like I spend too much money on gadgets. Uh, yes, you're very obviously very material, Paul. I am. Yes. <laughs> I, I've got nowhere to go, right? I can't deny it. I just have to go with it. So, See, I just, I, when people say to me, what do you want for Christmas? I just say, I want my friends around oh, me. Oh, shut <laughs> up. I hate people like you. <laughs> I don't, it's kind of true, though. What I enjoy about Christmas is eating and drinking. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I agree with that. That If I had to pick one thing about Christmas, it would be the eating and drinking. So, it's like, yeah, and also, but uh, I don't a friend of mine said the other day, said, well, if I want something, I'll go and buy it, kind of within reason. Yeah, well, uh, exactly, that's uh, my problem with Christmas. Yeah, like, yeah. I've already bought everything I want. Yeah. So anyway, I've got things like the Magic Mouse charger pad, which is a conductive charger pad, so you never have to put m- m- um, batteries in your Magic Mouse game. Oh, I like the sound of that. Yeah. Um, bloody thing runs out all the time. Exactly. Um, I've got, on the first day of Christmas, my true love said to me, you're costing me a fortune in batteries. Let me see that. I've got to get this up. So so this is Boag World forward slash reviews forward slash geek dash presents. Homepage link, isn't it? Or a homepage link at the moment, yeah, but yeah. we probably won't be by the time this goes out. Although you'd think that would be a useful one on the first week of December to be on the no, homepage. No, no, I released it on Cyber Monday. Oh, okay. which is yesterday. So, Magic Mouse Charger. Oh, so you need to put your obviously rechargeable batteries in. You put no. Essentially, it's got a, like a, an energy pack that you you replace fits in where the current batteries fit in, and then uh, you just uh, as you know when you're done at the end of the night, you whack it on that little pad thing and it charges up. Right, and then take it off and off you go. Well, I'm going to charge that to the company. Disgraceful. Well, I charge batteries to the company. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, then there's the hyperduce. Make sure you lose, use the link in my um, show notes if you're going to buy that. Well, this is expensive. Th- this next one. The next one's really expensive, which is the hyperduce external. Yeah, that battery. was thirty-two quid, by the way, which I think is super. Yeah, that is good. I think for that that's magic mouse charger, thirty-two pounds. Must so get one. The external battery is much more expensive. It's like th- you know three hundred fifty-three. Well, three hundred seventy pounds. Yeah, uh, but that's for a big one. Um, but that's really useful when I go away on my um, in my motorhome. Oh, I see. That's why I like that one. So that lasts you what like a week or something? It lasts a long time. Yeah, it depends what you charge it. But a little bit. one would do you a plane flight. Sort yeah, of thing. that kind of thing. Okay. Then there's the Nikon P five ten, which I've just bought, which is very nice. Um, I've found. We know we had a conversation about this. I I 
I like cameras that you can look through, yes. proper optical yes. um, viewer, but I equally I don't want to carry around an enormous SLR camera. Yeah. Well, I don't. I've got one, and I'd never take it out. Yeah. I was, I can't remember where I was, Tesco, massive Tesco's near where I live, and they've got, like, a huge computer camera department. Yes, yeah. And there was a Fujifilm, really old-fashioned-looking, like yeah. the original 60s one, right. that is a digital camera, uh, you know, I don't know, 18 to 50 zoom, um, and a proper optical view through, all for about two fifty. Are you sure it's, it's a proper optical? Absolutely, and it's because not it was turned off, and I could see through it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So I was quite impressed with That's that. Quite but good. I hope it. It was. I. Yeah. I'm, I'm very tempted. So no, I really, I really, I'm really happy with my my the, Nikon. You're saying this one's got like a little picture of it inside. Yes, the Yes, so it's like you're looking at a little monitor, which is kind of that's kind of okay because the point of a view, the reason why I like viewers is because if you're taking a photograph outside, you can't see the back of the camera. exactly. So, so it works you've got just to be able to look through it. Yeah, yeah, and it still does the job. Yeah. I guess. Then there's the i5. How much X, was that one? The, what the the um two seventy five? Yeah, it was about the same price. Yeah, um, but this has got like a forty two times optical zoom. Mm-hmm. You can really zoom in to ridiculous proportions. Yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. Um, then the next up is the iFi X2. Now, you can get, get this to go with your current SLR if it takes a, an SD no, it card. It's a real old one that takes uh, CF flashcards. Uh, okay. So this this it's is quite... EOS 600. This is quite nice, because essentially the iFi X2 is a little SD card that pops in, yeah, but yeah. it creates its own Wi-Fi network. Um, so it means that you, when you're out and about, you can transfer it to your iPad or your iPhone or up, um, and it will, you know, you can see your photographs instantly. That's pretty cool. Which is pretty cool. Not very expensive either. Huh? <laughs> um, so, so uh, that's a more expensive one. I think I'm listing there. I think there's a cheaper one than that. I mean, that is really nice if you're on holiday. Yeah. Cause you're on holiday, you just have to look at the back of the yeah. camera all the time going, that looks all right. But yeah. being able to transfer it easily. And also, of course, if you put it onto your phone, then potentially, you know, you wouldn't want to do that abroad. But in the UK, you could then upload it straight mm. to the internet if you wanted to, which is really good. I put the Drobo in because I'm obsessed with my Drobo. Um, uh, Evernote premium account. Drobo's like buying somebody a saucepan, though, for Christmas, isn't it? It's, it's, no! It's not sexy in any way, shape, or form. It's a, it's, it's a storage system. I think it's, it's like sexy. a cupboard. I think it's <laughs> sexy. It's not. It's sexy. Look at that picture of it. Look. That's like... But it doesn't all black do anything. And glossy and it's got lights on. It does do something. It protects your valuable data. But yeah. No, it's not okay. Kind of, anyway, move on. There's a, a Evernote Premiere um, premium account, even, for £35 a year. What do you get for your £35 you, a year? You get a lot more storage, which is not yeah, a, fair enough. A, a massive thing. But the most, the, the coolest thing is it allows you to search inside of PDF files. That's cool, is it? That is really useful, because every time I scan something in, it creates a PDF file. Oh, right. Well, yes, then it is very, yeah. very useful, yes. Which brings me on to the next thing. This, by the way, is not part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't intending to go through <clears> this. <throat> well, I had, a, I had a question, actually, yeah. which was, when do we break up for Christmas, Headmaster? I don't know. I haven't thought about that. Should we have a look? Let's have a look at the calendar. If this is December the... Well, we'll need to go... Fifth, sixth. Yeah, we'll need to go right up to the week before Christmas, won't we? And then... Well, I don't know. We can't, I mean, we do what we want, can't we, really? Yeah. It's our show. Yeah, I'm good. Um, yeah, let's, let's Screw it. Let's wait until the last one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm thinking we'll go up to... Um, yeah, <clears> we'll, we'll do right up to the, to the um, 20th. Okay. We might as well. We're so at work. So that means another three or four shows, doesn't it? Yeah. It's fine, it's fine, yeah. Okay. And then we'll come back... 
Well, should we come back? Let's have a look. Come back about the 8th, maybe? Yeah. Uh, oh, no, we might want to do on. the one after that. Yeah, I might do the 15th. Uh, yeah. Sorry, the week of the 17th. Yes. Okay, cool. Well, we'll come up with something along those lines anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, the next one on the list was uh, my scan snap, my little scanner that allows me to go paperless and scans directly into Evernote. Yeah. So I really love this. You yeah, have no you interest in that, Ooh. have you? Boo, not... What about the Up by Jawbone? Get your fit, Marcus. <laughs> no? What is it? It's a little bracelet. See the little Trouble bracelet? sleeping? No. Um, oh, it's a bracelet. Yeah. I don't like wearing things around my wrist. Okay, that's that one written off then. Other people might. What does it do? It basically does two things. So there's there's loads of these fitness app things around at the moment, right? Where you, you wear something and when you do exercise, it tracks you, right? Um, I think... <clears throat> uh, Nike Fuel Band is probably the the most well known, but there's Fitbit and various others. And I've tried all of these things because mm-hmm. I'm obsessional like that. Um, and the, the Up by Jawbone is by far my favourite because okay. it's got a ten hour, uh, sorry, a ten day battery life because it doesn't have a screen. Um, you can wear it all the time, so you can even wear it in the shower. Mm-hmm. Um, it and it not only tracks your fitness, but it'll also track your sleep patterns, which for me is really cool. Because okay. my sleep sucks. I remember what it was on the gadget show. What was that? It was uh, the Bose Wi-Fi dock. Ah. The really, really kind of portable one. Yeah. It's got like a lid on it. Yeah. Uh, 200 quid. Oh, 170, something like that. And it really interesting. Really, nice. really interesting. You brought that up. One of the things that isn't on this list that I bought on Saturday... We went, we had our we had our pre we we had a pre Christmas on Saturday. We were all feeling really down for some reason on Friday night, so we decided we were going to have a mini Christmas day on Saturday. So we had <laughs> we had called it Christmas. Um, so uh, uh, the, yeah, the new Christmas, and then Christmas Day is going to be Christmas Strikes Back, and then James's birthday is going to be the return of Christmas. <laughs> so so we had a little Christmas day. On Saturday, so we went on a spending spree. It was disgraceful. So James got Assassin's Creed three. Right. My wife got um, uh, a new kettle, a new toaster, and a soup maker. Soup maker, awesome! <laughs> I'm in love with soup makers. And ah, well, on Stephen Fry's one, yeah, he had a soup maker. Really, that was made that was, of gold. No, it, <laughs> it it has no heater in it. It make, it heats the soup up through the speed of the blades. Whoa! Expensive though, about six hundred quid. But flip uh, me, yeah, that what? is incredible. So, but you couldn't have chunky soup in that, then? No. <laughs> no absolutely not. But, yeah, it was like... Because it was like, it's a soup maker. So what? We got one of those. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I see. That's cool. Yes, that is very cool. And then I bought um, a Jawbone Big Jam box. Yeah. Which is their kind of equivalent of it. Sound is really good out of it. So my wife tells me I'm as deaf as a post. Yeah. But... They didn't rate that one very high. Oh. I like it. <laughs> I liked it a lot. But, uh, yeah, the Bose one, they did, they did it on, because I'm being, I, I was shouting at the television, as I often do, they had him how far away it could go from the from the music source. Right. As the first test, second test, what does it sound like? And I'm like, who cares how far yeah, away? Yeah, that's not you an know, issue. But um, this, so that it, it was to make it more of a competition. Yeah. Because basically, the Bose didn't do that well on the how far away. Right. But it still won by miles yeah. on, on the sound test. Oh, that so, was the other thing. My bi- wife bought herself some Bose, speak, uh, Bose headphones. Nice. <coughs> which was very nice. Yeah. So, not like the ones you've got? No, not the ones I've got. She doesn't like the ones um, because they're, they're too over the ear, so they, the, her ears get hot. Bless her. <laughs> 
Um, so Jerry Cleese, you'll never listen to this. So they're not, say what we like about yeah, it. They're not in-ears <laughs> ones, but they kind of sit on top of the ears. Yes, so I know the ones. The middle ones. I like the completely open, like the ones I'm wearing now. Yeah, I do as well. Because they block out. Yeah, they're comfortable. They don't feel like they're squishing your ears. Exactly. Not inside your ears, yeah. which is uncomfortable. Yeah. These are great. And they block out the sound, I think, really mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Next one up is um, the Belkin Wemo, right? This is this is geekdom taken to an extreme. What on earth is this? So this is a plug socket. You plug it into the wall. Yeah. Um, and you can plug things into it, right? Um, and it turns on and off. <laughs> Sounds good, doesn't it? So it's a timer. It's a little bit like a timer. You can set a timer on it. Yeah. But it's also controllable for, by your iPhone. So if you okay. go out and you... I, I've got it plugged into my office fire... Um, and sometimes I go out and forget to turn the fire. It cost me a fortune, the fire in my office, because it, you know, it's heating a big room and it's electric. Mm. So I can remember to turn it off. Okay, big deal. But here's where it gets cool. Here's where we enter a realm of geekiness previously <laughs> unknown to man. Okay, right? yeah. There is this service, which we talked about on the show before, called yeah. ifttt.com. If this, then that. Yeah. This enables you to set up all kinds of rules that yeah. control turning this thing on and off, right? So you can say, when the sun sets, <laughs> turn on the lights. Or when the temperature drops below a certain level, turn on the fire. Yeah, that's kind that of cool. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and so it goes on. So, yeah, I've got one of those. <laughs> 47 pounds for that's, that. That's quite cool, actually. I know, but is it worth 47? Because really what you need to do is kind of have them all around the house. It's exactly. One's not enough. No, you need like <laughs> a dozen at yeah. least. But at 47 pounds a pop, that's not really very feasible. Surely, but that is surely cool. somebody is going to They'll come make down. up one that does lots of different things rather than just one thing. What do you mean? You could have this so that it's 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 just, you're able to basically plug something in it. Yeah, but it'd be if you could plug lots of things into it. Then oh, into one. Well, you could yeah. do what you could do is you could obviously plug an extension cable into it. Yeah, but you everything needs to be near it, doesn't it? That's true. Yeah. Now, what they are producing is light bulbs that are Wi-Fi controlled. Right? That's kind of cool. Not Belkin, but other people. They do also sell a sensor motion detector thing as well. Okay. As you can see, that little debris that's sticking out in the picture. Oh, I see. Right. Um, but I haven't got that. Next one is a set of books, Wake, Watch and Wonder, which I've told you about before, haven't I? This, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've read the first one. Um, so this is a series of books that talk about the web becoming, um, well, they call it an emergent uh, what is it? An emergent intelligence or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. The web becoming sentient, basically. Um, which sounds really corny, but it's really well done. So I thought I'd throw that in. It's not as good as Ian Banks. No, it's not. But I, I, it's I, a little bit teenage. I found it? it a bit, yeah. Mm, maybe. I don't know. No, I don't know. Only because it's got a teenage character in it. Yeah, all right. Just, um, yeah, okay. I, I, I bought the next one, so I'll read that. So, so um, it can't be that bad. No, no, they're, they're good. I mean, yeah. I don't say they're the best. You know, it's an arbitrary thing. I've picked a random set yeah. of books <laughs> that I like. Um, the Logitech Ultra Thin Keyboard, which I love, which is that, that magnetic keyboard. Well, essentially, it's a smart cover for your iPad. Mm-hmm. But also, you can then drop the iPad into a groove, and it's uh, um, the, the smart cover has also got a keyboard, a physical keyboard on it, mm. Bluetooth physical keyboard. You can drop your iPad into a groove where it's magnetically connected. Very similar in a lot of ways to the Windows so Surface. The, the new Surface, yeah, yeah. that's just been released. 
um but obviously with your ipad and then finally i finished is the surface a proper computer though or is it like an ipad just a kind of surfing device i think it's a proper computer so that's cool yeah very, yeah absolutely cool. i don't know quite i don't know quite i haven't looked at the software but i think it's mm. pretty heavy duty and then finally is um printstagram which is basically you can take your Instagram pictures and you can get them printed off into lovely little cute printy things, little kind of almost like Polaroids. And they're really lovely. And I bought a load and I've got them stuck all over my pin board. So I look up and there's all my life all in my picture life. form, which is lovely. So that's a, yeah, that's a little post. Really, we should have saved all of that for the Christmas special. Should have done. But well, by which time it's yeah, too late to too buy late them. Too late to go and buy them. But, yeah, uh, I have to say that I like some of those things. Yeah. Which one would you buy? It sounds like the Magic Mouse Charger. Magic Mouse Charger, Charger definitely. Uh, just because it it's always running out. Yeah. As is the keyboard, to be fair. Yeah, there's but, not a keyboard solution for that. And then the iFi you quite liked, didn't you? Uh, yes. Uh, external battery, meh, not really. Uh, new camera, yes, definitely, but maybe not that one. Yeah. Um, and you quite liked the Belkin Wemo. Yeah, and the iFix. Drobo got one. Um, Evernote, don't really use it. Uh, uh, scan snap. Yeah, I probably should use something like that, but I don't. Uh, up, no chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Wemo really cool. Really cool. I've, I'm reading the books. Uh, I don't have an iPad, so. What about go. the prints? To go? Oh, you don't use Instagram much, do you? No, well, I do and I don't. But I mean, I'm quite happy making my own like, pictures. I make my own. I've got loads of print. You print them out, do you? Yeah, yeah. I've got loads of photo paper. Tons oh, of it. I can never be asked. No, because then you can make all different sizes. You can make uh, collages, all oh, this no, kind of stuff. No, I no, love no. doing all that. Yeah. Well, I can. <laughs> okay. So should we actually move, start the show now? We probably should. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's do our first um, our first pick of the week. <laughs> All right, so our first pick, as always, is for our designers in the audience. It's because we love them more. <laughs> the most. If you're a website owner or a developer, we don't like <clears> you very <throat> much. Yes, Actually, that's not true. The website owners, they're the people that turn <laughs> yeah. into clients. So we like them Usually the it's the only app that I know anything about as well. <laughs> so I quite look forward to that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a very exciting one this week for website owners. But the designer one I'm really excited about because it solves a problem that we have had forever. Right. So I saw this on... I saw it on the App Store. Right. Didn't read about it. Just so, like I like the, like the icon. So it's called, <laughs> it's called Pixar. Um, and essentially it solves the problem that we have at Headscape, right? So we have um, several designers. Um, and we're all spread out all over the place. And we all keep our own little inspiration libraries. Stuff that we think's cool. Mm-hmm. All right. And it's a real shame that we can't really share that very well together, okay? Mm-hmm. And also, keeping your inst- uh, your inspiration library, even if you can share it, it's still a pain in the ass, right? Because you have to you have to tag everything, and you you have to set you know you t- you do it things like tag it with color and you know all kinds of different criteria. And tagging's a pain in the ass, and and then. Um, and then you have another program which you use for grabbing the screenshots that you then drag into this program. We've tried loads of different things, but nothing's really kind of worked particularly well until Pixar. Pixar looks really good. It's an app for organizing your images, and it does it wonderfully. First thing to say is it's, um, it syncs via Dropbox. So okay. what one designer has, all designers have, which for us is invaluable. I recognize it's not um, as invaluable for everybody, um, but it is pretty good for us. It also makes organizing stuff really easy. Um, so 
Um, you can organize stuff into folders and types and um, you can sort by, um, you know, different file types. Oh, and it supports all kinds of image formats, including, I noticed, PSDs, which is really good, and um, Illustrator mm. files, nice, yeah. um, as there. well as all the kind of normal stuff. It even supports um, Pixelmator, Pixelmator yeah. which is superb. Um, icons as well, it supports. So it really has a really broad range of um, uh, file types that it supports. So that's great. Why do all app websites look exactly the they same? They do, don't they? Mac app websites. It's Gray. Mac- yeah. Uh, yeah, one 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 page, one site kind of style. Yeah. Long, long, long page. Usually with a big kind of carousel-y thing at the top. Yeah. Although there's wins out. This is at pixar-app.com. There's wins out because when you click on any one of those grey... Th- icons down the left-hand side. See what happens to the yeah, carousel. You can actually grab that little pink tab on the other side. Oh, can you? Yeah, pull it, and it does the <laughs> same thing. <laughs> so you get this little animation effect when you click on yeah. stuff. The whole thing wobbles pointlessly. Yeah, what pointless wobble, but kind of like cool. I kind of like that. Yeah, that's nice. Design details, design delighters, mm-hmm. even, which we've talked about in the show. Link in the show notes. Um, so, yes, it can organise stuff well. It also auto-tags, which is great, because tagging images is possibly the most boring job on the on the face of the planet. Wouldn't it be good if all images ever taken that are in digital format could automatically be tagged back in that history? That would be brilliant. That would be wonderful. Mm. So it tags, basically, it can tag images which you drag them in by colour and size, which is a good start. Um, it also appends kind of um, metadata like web addresses, extensions, that kind of stuff to images that you import. Um, so it's got a really good tagging system that I love. Um, it's got functionality called live folders, um, uh, which is great because it means that you can organize your images without necessarily moving them from their original location. Um, so it's like a smart search, basically, that we're coming to expect more and more on Mac apps. Um, it's got really good export features and sharing features, which is really useful as well. Um, and yeah, like I said, it um, syncs via Dropbox. Um, it also syncs by Google Drive. Um, mm-hmm. And you can also share images via Dropbox or Cloud App as well. It's got built in screen sh- uh, screenshot grabbing um, facility. Um, and then finally, it's got a, a what do they call that? A loop. Loopy, loopy, loop, loop. Yeah. Sorry, I've gone off onto the people that make it. Oh, right. They're called Shiny Frog, and they're, they're based in Italy. Ah. It's kind of cool. Yes. They're, they've got one of those zoomy in tools. I want to call it a loopy tool, but that isn't right. Uh, sorry, yeah, I should What do they call it? Let's let's see how, how my computer pronounces it. A zoomy in tool. Uh, loop. You're just a loop? Yeah. Well, that's dull. It's got an E on the end. Surely it should be loopy, which sounds <laughs> far cooler. <laughs> <laughs> I would think it's just loop. Right. It's loop. The word loop is spelled L-O-O-P. You do realise everybody's laughing at us now because it's a really well-known term <laughs> that, that I have never heard pronounced out loud. So there we go. Um, so you can do things like, with using this tool, you can copy colours from the image to your clipboard. Ow, I just smashed myself in the face. Apparently, people were laughing at us earlier for being idiots. I wasn't sure. Now I am. <laughs> oh, that really hurt. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> Oh, you so got to edit this out. You're not going to, are you? No chance. Oh, no. <laughs> I hate you. Okay. <laughs> Compose myself. Right. Yeah, so it, um, it's... <laughs> it's an image sharing thing. It's very good. Should we move on? Yes. I think I'm going to give up. Bye. 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 Bye.
Okay, so we come on to our developer tool of the week. As you know, it's Paul. You're going to edit it out. <laughs> it's fine. I can't now. Well, Paul's nose, ref- Paul's nose, Paul's nose. <laughs> so, yes. I have to amuse myself tools. during this section. It's, no, it's uh, going to be interesting. I'm going to have you on board. Okay. Right, so big, big issue these days is image download time. Right. Websites, there's several kind of aspects to this, right? First is the fact that websites have become increasingly bloated. Websites are getting really damn big these days. Which is kind of fair enough. No. (laughs) I said kind of. Not in any way. It depends how... Well, you didn't know what I was going to say. Carry on. Go on. No, no. no, you, no, ju- no, no you justify no. your position. If you're, you Too late. You said no. You don't even know what I was going to say. Well, what about people using mobile devices? Yeah, fair enough. I'm what sad. about people in third world countries? Yeah, yeah fair enough. I'm, that's why I said kind of. Yeah, in what way is it acceptable? <laughs> Just kind of is. <laughs> I hate you. I'm, I need somebody new. All right, it's expected, I suppose. It's, it's not the. It's not I, unsurprising. Exactly. I'll give you that. I guess, uh, and it's a bit like you know, it's a bit like any kind of accessibility-related issue. Um, you need to find the line where something is acceptable, yes. um, or, or whether you're just kind of going over the top for a tiny, tiny, tiny amount of users. I agree. Um, so. I mean, I honestly thing, don't know the answer. I'm, I'm handling here. No, no, no. I, 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 yes, absolutely. I mean, the the third world one I gave is is a fairly now for a lot of people. They're not trying to reach you know developing worlds or or whatever else. So it's it's not as big a deal. Um, but certainly mobile devices, things need to keep be kept pretty snappy. Um, so you haven't got your four G um, connection yet, Paul? That's a really sore subject. <coughs> <laughs> so we're not going to dwell on it. Oh, was this was this what a uh, problem you had with your local supplier? Yes, I'm going to have words with E. 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 Oh no, you're talking. Are you uh, talking? Uh, it was a 4G mobile, or are you talking about the fact that I'm also bitter and twisted about the fact that everybody else in Blanford seems to have BT Infinity or whatever it is, but my little cul-de-sac doesn't. Really, I didn't know that. All of my friends, uh-huh. even my parents, now have like a hundred de- megabytes download. Well, I heard the other day that my little village will be getting it in 2014. My word, mm. that's incredible. So anyway, um, yeah. So performance is a big issue, and actually, it was interesting. Dan Dan Sherman wrote an interesting post. Uh, Sherman. Sherman. What did I say? Sherman. I, I like to do that just to annoy him. <laughs> Not that he ever listens to the show, except for when he's on it, because he's vain like that. <laughs> yeah, every word. Probably. Every word, yeah. <laughs> um, so he wrote a really interesting post about um, dealing with large images on mobile versions of your website. And he actually proposed that you do nothing. Link in the show notes, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, because he was saying that a lot of um, uh, ne- uh, cellular network suppliers actually compress the hell out of images before they deliver them. Which seems to be true in England, we discovered, but not so much around the rest of the world. Oh. Because um, we, we did a load of tests on this before. Well, we by we, I mean Dan, obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did nothing. But Dan did some loads of tests on this before. He, he went to America it. and uh, then went to France. Well, he didn't. He only tested the UK. In fact, I think he probably only tested his own network. So <laughs> it was really very scientifically and well-researched. Um, turns out that not every, not every network provider does this. So um, it is a really good article. Definitely check it out. And it does apply depending on um, your circumstances. It may very well be applicable. But 
we need to be compressing images. We need to be getting images as small as we can. Now, there is a tool out there um, which Yahoo provided called Smush It. Mm-hmm. So S-M-U-S-H dot I-T, which um, essentially what you do is you throw some images at it um, and uh, you upload some and images it to it them. and it smushes them. <laughs> it, ma- cool. it compresses them down and makes them nice and small and um, fast, which is all well and good, except then your client comes along and uploads something to their WordPress blog, mm-hmm. some massive image that they haven't bothered to resize properly um and although um although wordpress will resize it for them it won't smush it and compress it as well as it could do fortunately i have discovered there is a wordpress plugin for this which will automatically smush your i feel stupid saying smush your sure. files i but quite like the word smush actually it's kind of to smush cool. to smush the yes um, it will smash your files as you upload them. It's probably that's probably a very rude word some places in the world. Yeah, well, a lot of words are <laughs> rude words in some places in the world, which is what keeps life interesting. I always mm-hmm. find. Yeah, so basically, you can upload um, you can upload a file uh, just through the normal kind of media library in WordPress, and it will smush it and compress it. You don't need WordPress for this, by the way. You can use it directly with with Yahoo, and it has an API built into it, so um, you can pass stuff through their API to smush stuff down this is particularly important because i think as we've said before on the show things like photoshop are really rubbish we did a a, um, png png compression make her a smaller yeah yeah um but this seen a website just to change the sign change change the subject called yosemitepark.com no have a look yo 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 just it just reminded me we're talking about big images. How, I forgot how you spell Yosemite. Y O S E M I T E Park dot com dot com. I had a complete mental block then. I'd love to see what this one does um, on mobile. Chug a chug chug. Chug a chug, big chug a chug. Bloody hell! <laughs> yes, it's quite impressive, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's that, that's a big image. Yeah, but oh, in a series. Oh, there's multiple big two. images. Two, two big images. But wow, still, really, rather lovely. It is lovely. Well, Yosemite's lovely. Yeah. I love it there. So yeah, it just. Rem- I just thought of a site that uses that relies on massive images. Absolutely. So kind of- it'd be great. You run this, you smush it through it, and it will get the best out of it it possibly can. So really, I mean, that's what I get. Will it still look good? Yeah, yeah. I I have never been able to. Well, without being really super picky, you cannot tell the difference. Okay. It's about. It, it's not reducing the compression. It's not increasing. Sorry, the compression level. It's just about doing it in a more intelligent way from what i can gather okay exactly like that png tool that we we reviewed before but this the, what i like about this is it's kind of baked into the the content management system or whatever else that you're using using the api which means that you can you know clients can do it that's the key mm. it's, it's making it so that clients can do it nice. and now now i use it all the time on you know on my own blog because you know let's face it when you're trying to churn out a blog post you're often lazy about things like that and now i know that whenever i upload anything to wordpress it will be as small as it can be um which is absolutely great and i love it mm. so that is our developer tool for the week let's move on to our exciting website owner tool <laughs> Bye.
Okay, so our website owners tool is that actually quite a good one. I don't know. It's a funny one. It's a really useful one, but not very sexy. Okay. Um, in fact, it's two, and they're both provided by Thomas J, who was very nicely um, uh, suggested them at boagworld.com forward slash apps. You know you want to make a suggestion too. Um, and they are. I'll do it right now. Yeah. We'll wait. <laughs> um, they're called Phrase Express for Windows. And text expander for Mac. Now, these have you? You must have come across text expander, Marcus. Surely. I have, yeah, yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, but yeah. I've never used it. It's so. never used. Yeah, it. yeah. I know what it does. Right. So essentially, these are tools that expand text. Yeah, <laughs> but you can cr- create your own. So you set up yeah, your own macros, yeah. right? Yeah. So, for example, um, at the most basic level, um, one of my macros is I can type sig s i g. Or I do double S I G, so so it's not something you accidentally type in another word, Mm -hmm. and it will automatically um, expand my email signature, right? Yep. Um, You you, is this for Mac or or iPhone or no? This is Mac or Windows. Oh, and they do have an iPhone app as well, but it it, it's a bit fiddly. Forget the uh, the iPhone app. I don't. I haven't got a lot of time with it. Okay. Surely that would be a would place be where much more really useful. Want it. Yeah, the problem is is limitations on the iPhone in terms of you can't you can't mess with other apps if that makes sense. Ah, so if you're in mail, yeah, and writing an email, it can't expand in mail. You have to open Text Expander, write it in Text Expander, and then copy and paste it across the mail. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, which is not their fault. It's a limitation of of um, but of course now iPhone has got that built in. You do know that. Yes, yes. Yeah. So it's got this kind of functionality built into it anyway. But on your Mac and on your on your Windows device, this is absolutely indispensable for me. It's actually not just great for website owners, it's great for everyone. So for example, a coder, I've got um sometimes you find yourself, you know, if you've got a good coding environment, it will expand your um uh your code anyway we talked last week didn't we about zen coding that yep. do, does this or whatever it's called now um but that only works in your code editor say if you're writing a piece of code i don't know um within a a, a, a field on a website i've now got things where i can type in h3 and it'll expand out an h3 ref or whatever else Okay, Mm -hmm. so really, really useful for that kind of stuff. Why it's particularly useful for website owners is customer support, right? If you're anything like me, you will get emails again and again and again, basically asking the same questions, right? So in my case, it's uh, we've sent you through this press release for this cool project. And I have to write back going, I don't care, <laughs> but in nicer words than that. Yes. Or I get, I'm having trouble downloading, you know, the app, uh, the, sorry, the, um, your client centric web design ebook available now for 625 or 75 or whatever it is, buy it on the website, link in the show notes. Um, but I'm having, surely a, everyone in the world's got a copy by now. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm having a problem downloading it for whatever reason. Yeah. Or, and so it goes on. You get the kind of idea of these emails you get again and again. So what I do with text expander is essentially I write it once, go, I'm going to turn that into a snippet job done. Mm-hmm. Now the problem that you might have now, I haven't used, I haven't used phrase, um, phrase express on windows. So I don't know whether it, this, it does it, what I'm going to say now, but certainly it does it on text expander. The problem you have sometimes is that 
there are certain elements. So another thing that I always do is consultancy clinics, right? Which mm, is yeah. these, a link in the show notes again, where people can um, buy 30 minutes of my time and I'll, I'll help them with whatever problem they've got, right? Mm-hmm. Within reason, web-related. Yeah. I don't help them. Marital. Yeah, I don't help yeah. them with their hemorrhoids. Anything, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. That's just completely <laughs> thrown me now. Um, so, but obviously I have to send out an email. I have to say, look, this is service. This is how it works. But I also have to drop in certain custom bits of information into that, like what time I propose we do it, you know, how long we do it for, what the total you will be charged will be, that kind of thing. Yeah. So what you could do with Text Expander is put in kind of holding snippets for that kind of information. So you go, hi, George, how about, you know, insert date as, you know, the time we meet. Yeah. Um, and then what happens is, is when you do the expansion, so I type CC for consultancy clinic instead of immediately expanding it it pops up basically a little um the email in a a separate window with kind of fields that you can fill in the missing details and then it kind of plops it all into your email that's pretty good so it's a really useful tool for dealing with those kind of um repetitive tasks so in your case i can imagine Mm. you know those those inquiries we always get through where we they're too small for us they're not really our kind of work my name's dave i'm 19 yes i want to reinvent facebook yeah (laughs) absolutely so you know a a polite kind of piss off email Mm. um i could imagine it being great for that i could imagine it being good for when you have to mark up something in in html and you want to be able to mm-hmm. here's an image tag fill in the alt field and the source field you know that kind of stuff yeah definitely useful so good little app like it a lot check it out um i don't know the, the windows version as well but um uh um thomas says that it's it, you know it's very similar so try them both out see what you think I think you'll find them indispensable. I certainly do. So our random mobile app of the week has been suggested by Seng Hen. Who? Seng Hen. S E N G H E N. Seng Hen. Seng Hen. Okay. I think that's a cool name. Uh, Any name that is. rhymes is cool. Doesn't quite rhyme. No, but it? it's kind of got that. Well, <laughs> so there's probably a fancy word for it. <clears> that I don't know. So, are we talking male or female? <laughs> so the app is Gusto, which is is uh, a great little app. Um, a few a little while ago, we um, we covered on the show uh, when we were talking about Coda. We talked about Diet Coda. Do you remember that? Yes. So Diet Coda is the the iPad um, edition of Coda, the coding environment. You said it's great, but it's fatally flawed. Yes. See, I do pay attention. You do. Can you remember why it was fatally flawed? No. No, it was fatally flawed because uh, it means a beautiful app. It's so well designed. It's a lovely coding environment. And in, in many ways, um, uh, far superior to Gusto, which is another coding environment that predated it. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Coda did a lot of things much better than Gusto has. But as you say, it's fatally flawed. And it's fatally flawed because you can only edit, edit the live site. Right. And that's because iPads don't have... You can't get it. There's no file structure. Somehow, however, Gusto have worked around this problem. Don't understand how, but from... I I haven't actually played with this, but um, I am reliably informed by our wonderful Seng Hen that um, this essentially 
deals with the problem. So it's a full coding environment. It's not quite as pretty um, as as um, uh, Diet Coder, but that's you know just a pretty thing. Um, I don't think it, there are some few little details of um, Diet Coder I really like, like its selection tools when you're trying to select the line of code. But other than that, it looks very very similar. Does similar kind of stuff. Um, but this one allows you to essentially download documents or, or, or over the from the web via ftp um, or sftp as well um, so you can download multiple files and then you can edit them but then you can and i quote preview your document locally to quickly see your updates and then when you're done you could transfer it back up again that i find very impressive how it quite achieves this minor miracle i'm not so sure but it's certainly um, certainly very good. You can also... Ah, here's a really interesting one. Wow, this is more, <clears throat> again, better than Coda does. You can import projects and connections from Transmit, FileZilla, Dreamweaver, Cyberduck, and get this, Coda. Ooh. Now, how dumb is this? <laughs> you can't do that in Diet Coda. Okay. So, <laughs> which is ridiculous. You know, I expected... When I opened Diet Coder for it to magically sync with Coder on my Mac, so I'd have all the same projects set up, and it Makes doesn't sense. do it. So that looks really quite in good uh, good to me. I'm really quite impressed with it. Definitely worth checking out, and at a massive total of only six ninety nine. Diet Coder is thirteen ninety nine. Yeah, so there you go. Worth worth considering. It's got really good ratings. Um, and yeah, get it. Also, and here's another one. Recently, it's now available. They, there is also check out Go, um, Gusta Mobile for the iPhone and the I, uh, iPod. So they've managed to get a full working HTML code editor for um, iPhone and iPod as well. That must be flipping fiddly. Not to, <laughs> I've, got, I've got to look at it now. Let's have a look. See what that one looks like. Da, 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 da. <clears throat> Um, web development in your pocket, my word. Yep, that looks like a code editor. And it's got all of it. It's got syntax highlighting, it's got projects, FTP, connectivity, remote R. Remote preview. Has remote preview built right in. After making a change, view your changes remotely before ever committing your changes. So, mm. yeah, same, same thing, thing again. Um, simplified workflow, site thumbnails, one touch publishing, available now. Except it's not. Oh, yes, it is. It's available on the App Store. There you go. So, yes, check out uh, Gusto for both iPad, iPhone, and iPod Touch. And sounds a lot better. New iPod Touch. Now, that's a Christmas present. Is that what you want? I, I don't because I've got an iPhone, but they're, they're so they much nicer than the iPhone. Because they're like this, there's like a credit a card. Thing. Credit card. It's a credit card thickness iPhone five, without wow. a telephone. But it, obviously, you can do yeah. you know, everything else. But I don't believe it's i um, credit card thickness. No, it's not. I'm lying. But it's yeah. very thin. Yes, very lovely. So there we go. That that I think sounds like really quite a good alternative to Diet Coder. Until Diet Coder sorts itself out, it has a prettier interface. But as we know, Marcus, from your your own experience, looks aren't everything. <laughs>
Uh, there is a retort there, but it's too cruel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. Even that has made me want to go away and cry. Okay, Marcus, so what do you have joke-wise for us to wrap up this week? A woman walks into a bar and asks for a double entendre, so the barman gives her one. I remember that one. <laughs> You're now into the realms of me remembering See, the jokes. I didn't remember that one. So oh, that's right. why I went for it. <laughs> it's, it's funny, but I do, I do remember it. I'm sorry. Never mind. Hey, right. So we there we go. We must have a new audience, and the, these. To, well, you, we must have a new audience. What? Well, you mean maybe one or two people? That people, re- <laughs> that people realise the show's shit and stop listening. So we're constantly relying on a turnover of new people. Is that what you're implying? No, I'm implying that to some people these jokes are new. Right. Yeah. Yes. You can't use that forever. <laughs> Eventually, you're going to shake that iPhone app, and it's just going to come up with a joke you've already done. Yeah. I've run out. Yes. I did a new joke last week. People send me jokes. Send me jokes. Marcus at com. Are you incapable of looking up your own jokes? I, I, no, I'm not incapable. I have done it in the past, but it's one of those things that you just go, oh, no, don't like that. Oh, no, that's, oh, no, I can't say that on air kind of thing. Right. Um, so you just end up going, well, I don't like any of them. Right. Uh, whereas if people send you jokes, they'll send you one or two of their favourites. Yeah. I know yeah. what you mean. And also, when, you put the, when you've got so many jokes available... By searching yeah, online, like, you become yeah. hypercritical, don't you? Exactly. Oh, that one's not funny enough, etc. Exactly. Of course, how we ever ended up doing this on the show is quite beyond me. I don't I'm know. not going to go back and listen, but yeah, how did it happen? Yeah. Somebody tell me. <laughs> and, and the trouble is, we can't stop now. It's it? beyond our control, isn't it? Because every time mm. we try to, um, we get hate mail. Indeed. So there we go. That wraps up the show for this week. Between now and next week, people... Go over to um, boagworld.com forward slash apps um, and make suggestions of what we include on the show. Also, check out boagworld.com forward slash questions because um, we're posting stuff there. You really need to subscribe to the blog, guys. Um, it has loads more content than we will ever, ever cover on this show. We seem to be putting out a blog post every day at the moment. Um, and, you know, it's, occasionally some of it's actually good. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to, we're doing a series at the moment, aren't we, on web strategy and, and governance yes. and those kinds of issues, which is a really good series. Next one's going out. Um, oh, the, the, <laughs> it doesn't make any difference, is it? Because this recording's not going out to next week. Correct. Um, so we've got two out already. By the time you listen to this, there'll be three out. So, and they're really good. They're long, detailed, good content. Okay, I've pimp stuff enough oh go to headscape.co.uk as well and check us out next week goodbye bye bye Oh, my God.